Hello, I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco and this is the Global Countdown, first broadcast on the briefing on the 12th of October. Yes, it wouldn't be a Thursday without Monocle's own Fernando Augusto Pacheco to bring us the global countdown. The time, Fernando, is now. And I gather, although you always serve us up something special, particularly significant global countdown ahead in the minutes to come here on the programme? It's incredibly special today. And first of all, Tom, I mean, one thing I can tell you, London is booming this October. Uh, and I say this as well because this Saturday, uh, Madonna will start her celebration tour and London will be the first uh, concert of her tour. And of course, it was an accidental first show because she had a near-death experience. Uh, so the show was supposed to start in Vancouver, but, you know, for reasons of destiny, she's starting here in London. And I prepare for you a chronological countdown of some of Madonna's best songs. Uh, that is all very exciting. But just briefly on that, she did have this uh, flirtation uh, with serious illness. We understand she's fine. Obviously, you'll be checking out both nights of the show here in, in London town. But we can be assured she's fighting fit. She, it, it's, she's clear to go. There's no there's no more jitters or, or worries about the, uh, the, the the great lady's health. She is clear to go, definitely. And for the first time, Tom, she's going to perform her biggest hits. She was always very proud of performing the songs from her last album. She didn't like that idea. But I think this time is a celebration. Apparently, there'll be a mixture of theatre, of play. But, I mean... It's everything's been secretive so far. Uh, I very much look forward to Saturday. Well, we might be starting, therefore, if we look at her anthology way back, what? Think about it, Fernando. It's four, 40 years ago, nearly? 40 years. Her first single was Everybody in 1982. But that's not our first song. We start in 1984. And by the way, it's not five songs, it's six songs today because I just couldn't. I just couldn't do it, five songs only. Uh, 1984, from her album Like a Virgin, I decided not to choose Like a Virgin, which is also another iconic track. But I think this song that we're going to play now, I think established Madonna as this icon. And in fact, for the following decade or so, she's new as the title of the song. It's Material Girl, of course. What a song. Now, Faye, tell me, do you think Madonna knew, 84, 85, did she know what she was becoming? Is she one of those artists that would have kind of been thinking about still performing 40 years down track? It's, it's kind of hard when you hear that and you think of the journey artistically that she's been on to imagine that that was the case. What do you think? I think she's very self-aware. Uh, and in a way, I mean, you look at Madonna, she's 65. Of course, she had the near-death experience, but she was always very controlled about her life. I mean, you have so many artists with problems, with drugs, all sorts of problems, you see. Uh, but not with Madonna. I think she always knew what she wanted. She always said, I want to conquer the world. Uh, and even this song, Material Girl, is tongue-in-cheek, and that's what I like about Madonna. Of course, she's not necessarily a material girl, uh, 
But, you know, it was a portrait of the decade. Uh, I mean, everybody wanted money, the UP, UP era, right? Uh, I mean, I think she knew that. She knew exactly what she was doing there. Uh, well, and she's always been an iconoclast as well. She's been an antagonist, a provocateur. Um, I imagine that might be reflected in your selections. Maybe the next one. She has a particular skill for knowing how to entertain and cajole and delight her audience, but also to... I don't know, get people who, who don't like her, who don't agree with her message, talking about her. She loves that. And this song from 1989, this song actually she started to become respected as an artist because a lot of people said, oh, her voice sounds like Helion, you know, they were comparing to Minnie Mouse. There were a lot of detractors <laughs> back then. But I think this time even the critics say, oh, hold on, she can actually write an amazing song. She's an incredible performer. She's not just kind of this pop starlet. I mean, it is a beautiful song. Let's have a listen. And then, of course, you mentioned Provocateur. I mean, this song was extremely controversial and the video for it as well. It is like a prayer, of course. Our global listeners can't hear Fernando singing along. <laughs> Maybe they can. I don't know how. I don't know how sensitive the mics are. The mics are. Um, Fernando, our next jump, a short hop, uh, chronologically, um, just a. Th- a year, maybe a year, a year or two later, um, and yet it marked a real change. I think tonally, uh, you talked about the video in terms of the aesthetic, um, owning the space a bit more, and again, moving maybe a little bit away from that controversy to more confident as an artist is that unfair lots of confidence uh, you know she started to play with kind of house music as well I think this song is very iconic and one thing this song was inspired by the voguing clubs in New York City so she also used a lot of gay culture and and there's one thing about gay culture with Madonna Tom I think today you know, people, they very easy brandish someone like a gay icon. I mean, Madonna was really a true gay icon. I mean, at the time in the 90s, I mean, we'll talk this a little bit later as well. There was the AIDS crisis. I think she was quite open about it in a way that at the time, you know, not many artists did that. But this song, I mean, it's still influential. Beyonce actually reworked a little bit uh, one of the verses of this track. So, I mean, we're still dancing to it. It's the incredible Vogue from 1990. Billy Garbo and Monroe, Dietrich and DiMaggio, Marlon Brando, Jimmy Dean, on the cover of a magazine, Grace Kelly, Harlow Jean, picture of a beauty queen, Jean Kelly, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, dance on air, they had style, they had grace, Rita Hayward gave good face, Lauren Catherine Manitou, Betty Davis, we love you, ladies with an attitude, fellas that were in the mood. Always forget about that kind of housey Chicago piano. I love concert. it. I love it. And and that's I think the first rap that I ever sang in my life. <laughs> Greater Garbo and Monroe. You know, it's it's a good it's a very good song. It's kind of yeah, it's uh, it's not rap as I as it was perhaps originally devised. And I should just say when Fernando says we're still dancing to it, he was I wasn't so But Tom, one interesting thing about Vogue, the video was directed by David Fincher. One thing that Madonna always does very well, she uses the best artists to help her, the best producer, the best video. That's that's remarkable about her. She does have a very good vision for what she wanted and she hires definitely the best well, people. Well, and I think lots of artists who have real longevity 
decade upon decade upon decade, they have this singular pursuit of the music. They're interested in the cutting edge, in continuing to innovate. There's never a laziness about it. And say what you like about Madonna, and I have banded a few <laughs> things around. She is a creature of reinvention, and that's what lots of the era-defining artists are very good at doing. Let's move on, Fernando. Now, you have spoken to me about this specific track before, <laughs> back in the early 90s. Um, not everybody would probably have this on their top maybe 20 Madonna tracks, but I knew that you would have this on your list. Explain why. I think, you know, that shows that Madonna can also be subversive. And, and to be fair, Tom, after with this song, and I'll explain why, there was the time where, you know, Madonna, I mean, she was the biggest star of the time, but people were saying she's pushing the button a bit too far. Uh, I mean, the song is dark, experimental, and it came, this album, Erotica, came together with her book, Sex, by the photographer Stephen Meisel, which I think it's an art piece. Uh, but, you know, at the time, you know, I mean, she was, you know, Naked, there was a lot of kind of bondage in the in the in the in, in the book. Not many pop stars do that. Not even today, I have to say. Uh, I love this track. I think it shows that subversive side of Madonna that I very much enjoyed. But not everyone did, I have to say. So after that, I mean, she did had some troubles with her image, but I love it. This is erotica. It's not a regular on it's the playlist not a regular, here but at it, Tower. It should be, but, you know, I, I am controlled. And that's not Madonna, it's Dita, her outer ego. You know, she is kind of, she invites her lover to be submissive to her. Can I also say it's a lot easier to cover some of these slightly more nebulous areas if you give them a certain elan in pronunciation. I like that you said bondage, <laughs> Fernando. I, I, think I, know, I think our listeners will know where you were going with that one. Uh, let's quickly move on. Uh, we'll jump in a little bit further. We're ticking towards the millennium. Um, tell, me, tell me what you've got next. We are going to listen Frozen from her album Ray of Light, which was a little bit of a rebirth for Madonna. As I said, after Erotica, I mean, she did release uh, an album. She performed uh, Evita, a great film, I think. But I think Ray of Light shows that Madonna can also be experimental and advance to the next decade. Once again, she worked with William Orbit. So there's a lot of kind of folk, electro, ambient sound. It's a very mature Madonna, uh, this video again. She just had a, her daughter, uh, Lourdes. Uh, it's a beautiful, I think it's in my opinion perhaps one of the best uh, Madonna albums ever and this single, it's extremely special. The video for it, you know, she shapeshifts into a flock of birds, into a black dog directed by Chris Cunningham. What a song. And again, quite mystic and mysterious as well. But it was still number one all, all over the world. That's again, that only Madonna can do. This is Frozen. This was around the time also she was kind of sending herself up doing the like Austin Powers. Was that this kind of era? Yeah. Was that the she, same sort of time? It, it, the, the year after she did Beautiful Stranger, you know, so there was it's still, you know. And it's proof positive again that despite pushing the envelope and 
achieving that um, kind of seriousness as an artist, she still was self-aware enough always to poke a little bit of fun, which is perhaps a secret, I think another you, secret of her longevity. I think this is a very elegant transition for our last track. And that's why I chose music from 2000, which is not that far away from Ray of Light. Uh, I think with music... You know, we knew that Madonna can be mature, can exp experiment with all those sounds, but she's a pop star, you know. And so you say, you know what, I'm going to release a great disco electro-funk track that's going to dominate, that's going to be number one in 25 different countries worldwide. And she has that power. And I think that's why I chose music. It was a hard one to choose music because I could have chosen Hung Up in 2006, which had a similar uh, effect. But this song, the robotic sound, it's a little bit trashy, but on a best possible way. Let's have a listen to music. Fernando's absolutely oh. loving this. He's breathless. Fernando, let me just say, I don't want to antagonise you, but a cynic may say, hang on a minute, you've picked your six favourites or six great tracks. You've only got up to the year 2000. We've had a quarter of a century since. It is the great lady on the wane creatively, I will give you the floor to dispute that. Not at all, not at all. As I said, it was very hard to choose the last track. Hung Up from 2005, but even if I may say her last album, Madame X from 2019, I thought once again experimental. She was living in Portugal. She collaborated with different artists. I think it's a great great album so no I think she's very much creative and I'm very much look forward for her next album maybe I have to do a second Global Countdown special Madonna I mean it's your fault it's, it's agreed Fernando <laughs> um, on a scale of one to a thousand how excited are you about not just Saturday night but then Tuesday night as well yeah, it must be close to a thousand it's my job it's, it's a thousand it's a thousand it's not even close to a thousand it's just pure a thousand I'll be there Saturday I'll be reviewing the show of course and I'll be back on Tuesday as well